0: Welcome to Kingdom Perspectives. My name is Stacey Hillier and it's my privilege to host you for today's podcast. Kingdom Perspectives is all about getting God's perspective on life, culture and ministry. In a world of increasing noise and deception, we need to cut through the confusion and complexity of the times we live in and get God's perspective on our lives. We would love to encourage you to click on the subscribe button to automatically receive this podcast on a weekly basis. Make sure that you do share this on all your social channels and leave us a review because we love it. We do. We do love it. And another thing we love is our pastor here at Numa Church and the host of Kingdom Perspectives, Pastor Simone Turner. (laughs) Kidding! (laughs) Pastor Corey Turner. I'd be
1: concerned if my wife has this tone of voice actually. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, we need to talk.
0: Yeah, definitely. Although sometimes, after I've worshipped, led five times in yeah, a row, can yes. sound like you. It happens
1: for me too. Does yeah, it when really? I worship, lead five times in a row <laughs> in my dreams.
0: So today we wanted to talk about something that is on your heart, mm. and it is a big idea, you know. It
1: is a this big idea. This topic is
0: a big idea. Yep. Can you guess what the topic is?
1: Big idea. It's
0: big idea. <laughs> Let's go big or go home.
1: Haddon Robertson, in his book, Biblical Preaching, talks about this idea of the big idea. And basically, he says is that in every single biblical passage or genre of biblical literature, the author's original intention is to communicate one central idea. Well, I think when it comes to life, when it comes to ministry and when it comes to leadership, we all have these big ideas These axioms, if you've ever heard of that word before, that shape our lives and why we do what we do. An axiom is a statement, it's a short, concise statement which is regarded as being self evidently true. And the book of Proverbs is full of them. Uh, The book of Proverbs serves up a truckload of weighty wisdom in these bite sized pieces these big ideas, these axioms that in fact shape why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, my observation is is that great leaders are able to articulate in short, memorable phrases why they do what we do. And I think in an increasingly complex world, we've got to cut out the complexity by understanding less is more. Yeah. And so um, because uh, we tend to uh, keep adding Upon layer upon layer, um, life becomes more complex. But if you can narrow uh, your approach and your understanding to a, a few key big ideas, you can really begin to not only be able to um, uh, articulate that to others but live from that with great clarity.
0: This is something you do really well, and recently you've taken our staff through this and encouraged us to do it for ourselves. So to help the people who are listening today, can you give us some examples of your B-I-G big ideas?
1: I can, Stacey. And one of those big ideas that really has shaped my life, and, and particularly of recent years, is something my... Um, late mother passed on to me in the final days of her life um, several years ago, she said to me, "'Son, stay within whispering distance of Jesus.'" Mm. And for me, this is all about prioritizing my intimacy with God. John 15, 5 says, "'Apart from me, you can do nothing.'" And to the degree that we're convinced that apart from Christ, we can do nothing will be the degree to which we stay within whispering distance of Jesus.'" Um, I think about Elijah when um, God whispered to him in a still small voice, and you ask the question, God, why did you whisper? What is that about? And God uh, answers, because I was close to Elijah. And the closer you get to God, the better that you are going to be able to hear. And so this big idea, stay within whispering distance of Jesus, helps me prioritize my intimacy with God on a daily basis to make sure that I establish a daily appointment with God, that I schedule it, because if I don't schedule it, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But it's out of the overflow of that time with God each morning that I go into my day and I live my life. Another big idea that we practice here at NUMA is lead yourself before you lead others. Mm. This is all about making sure we're living out of integrity. Um, the Bible talks about keeping a close watch on yourself and on the teaching was Paul's advice uh, advice to Timothy. And the biggest challenge in ministry you discover, and in life, in fact, is yourself and when jesus asks you to follow him and particularly when he calls you to ministry it's an invitation to learn how to get out of your own way Mm. because often we commit self-sabotage by getting in our own way and someone once said if we could kick the person responsible (laughs) stacy for most of our troubles we wouldn't be able to sit down for weeks um and so um this uh big idea lead yourself before you lead others helps me to prioritize am i truly living what i'm preaching mm. am i truly living what i'm telling others to do in their life with their walk with god am i living it in my own another favorite uh, big idea i have is if you want everyone to like you oh here Stacey, we go
0: here comes my fave
1: go sell ice cream Whoa! and that's got to do with identity because many of us think that we get our identity from getting people approval and what, others people, uh, what other people say about us. But Galatians 1.10, Paul says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Am I trying to please man? If I was still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you quickly learn in life... You're not going to get anywhere if you live as a people pleaser. Leaders can't be people pleasers. We love people. We lead people. We're called to serve people. But we can't live to simply please people. Our calling is to please the heart of God. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to steward the entrustment that's given to us by God, knowing that at the judgment seat of Christ, we're going to be held accountable for what we did out of obedience to god mm. not what we did out of trying to please people mm. there's going to be no one else uh, that is going to be there with god on judgment seat on judgment day judging us mm. it'll be us and god and i think sometimes um leadership becomes quite tough when people only view your decisions through the keyhole of of their part of their understanding yeah. rather than looking at the big, broad landscape picture yeah. of of the leader's vantage point. Yeah. And so um, often we judge others by their actions, but we judge ourselves by our intentions and we don't realize that Um, leadership and ministry can be quite challenging and difficult because you make decisions sometimes that don't please people. These big ideas, Stacey and others, really shape um, the why behind the what. They shape the expression of ministry. They shape the expression of leadership and um, I hope that as people have heard some of these, that some triggers, some ideas would emerge for them of what is it that shapes their approach to their life in ministry. I
0: love that, especially the first one you shared about stay within whispering distance of Jesus. Because when I think about your mother,
1: yeah. and when
0: I think about you who lives by that as well, when I felt like I came in proximity of your mother, I felt like I came in proximity of Jesus. Yeah. And it's the same for you. So when we stay within the whispering distance of Jesus, then other people come into that, and then they want that for themselves as well. So it's very powerful. How do we identify our own big ideas for life and ministry?
1: Absolutely. I think um, it would be remiss of us in this podcast to simply highlight the things that are like big ideas to us. And I'm sure, Stacey, you have your own big ideas about things that God has marked your life with, and maybe for some people um, that... they they can identify those big ideas more out of intuition than intentionality what I would say is out of this podcast you need to get intentional and it begins by reflecting Mm -hmm. on your life, Mm. reflect on lessons learnt, experiences had, things that have been passed down to you, Mm -hmm. it could be family members, parents, mentors pastors, leaders, things that they've passed down, reflect on it And then begin to, secondly, record on paper, write on paper a list of those things. Don't try and interrupt the flow of that. Just brainstorm on paper as many ideas as possible. And then when you've got a collage of ideas, then you begin to do the third thing, which is refine those ideas to like a core of three, five, or seven. Sort of five to seven key big ideas is about where you want to land. Mm Mm-hmm. And as you begin to work on that idea, refine it, make sure it reflects what you believe to be true from God's word, your understanding, as well as what's been passed on to you. And then the fourth step is to go and repeat that idea Mm. to someone special or significant in your world that you're maybe discipling or on the journey with in your um, uh, relationship with God and articulate to them this idea why it's important to you because I've learned that if you really want to grow in something, teach somebody else, pass it on. Whenever I'm wanting to learn something uh, um, uh, thoroughly, I make sure that I learn enough to be able to teach others and that in the teaching process, it becomes integrated into my personal life. Follow these four ideas, reflect, reflect, record refine and repeat and you will have a uh, greater clarity around what your big ideas are
0: that is absolutely brilliant and the thing is if we're not intentional about what our big ideas are our actions in our life will communicate what they really are anyway and i've noticed about you that actually two of your big ideas like supernatural life and vision have actually been put down in books tell us how we can get our hands on them
1: They have. Um, Several years ago, I wrote the book, The Supernatural Life, all about my own experience and understanding of the theology and power of the Holy Spirit. And then I wrote a book on prophetic vision, all about how you can see your future clearly. There's a lot of people that are not clear on God's future, uh, vision for their future or their calling. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote these books to help people. They can access them by going to Pneuma.Church and checking out the um, Corrie Turner Ministries uh, aspect of that website. And uh, you'll find out all the information you need to get your hands on those books.
0: And you've got another one coming very soon.
1: I have writing Kingdom Culture. I'm believing early. 2021, we're going to publish that and launch that for particularly Newman Church and beyond. So if you're interested, stay connected to Church.
0: Cannot wait. Thank you so much for sharing today, Pastor Corey, and thank you for listening to Kingdom Perspectives. I'm Stacey Hillier, and it's been my privilege to host you today. We encourage you once again to click on the subscribe button so that you can automatically receive this podcast on a weekly basis. Why wouldn't you? Why don't you share it on your social media channels and you can hashtag Kingdom Perspectives. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast and we invite you to join us again next week for another edition of Kingdom Perspectives as we get God's perspective on life, culture and ministry. Remember in all that you do, seek first the kingdom of God.